I'm so sick, but I'm getting over it, I must admit You must be crazy if you think I'm leaving this Man, I'm clean and I'm coating in my piss Run a band for the fan, I'm so sick I'm so sick, but I'm getting over it, got a couple Alright, everybody, uh, this is the first official, I guess, this you part of Vaughn's white? Sorry. Oh my god, <laughs> so we're, uh, this is the first, I guess this part of No Dreams podcast, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm you actually, usually see like James in all the podcasts, but this time it's just going to be me and Steven. Yeah, this the, is Kobe's the cool right members now. of yeah, yeah. No Dream. They're really exact. cool ones right now. Um, and Lydia is here too, but yes, she's like on Facetime because we're like keeping our social distancing. So. Yes, we are full on quarantine. Oh yeah, Lydia is definitely Lydia is part of the cool party too. Yeah, she's a part of the yeah. cool party. So like, it's but, only us yeah. three. She's like, like so it. cool that we forget to yeah. include her sometimes in that cool group. Yeah. So you know that's how, that's just how that works. Also, before we get into this, my album Genesis will be coming out sometime this yes. summer. Um, if everything goes correctly, everything should be coming out within the summer. So just keep your your eyes out for that. You want to say anything? Um, yeah, check out Steven's album, Genesis. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. the validation. Uh -huh. Anyway, yep. Um, so we're gonna this week's topic, I guess, for us is gonna be about relationships. I know James already covered this before, but no, I kind of wanted to go. He covered love. It was like, kind of the same wait, thing. We yeah. kind of. We yeah. kind of brushed over. Well, about it. yeah, the one that we were on that we didn't really get to, oh, yeah, we to talk on. But um, I was there too. Yeah. so, how we I guess talk about relationships and how we've been through our own relationships and how we see future relationships. I guess um, personally, I want to say that I have been through two real relationships, two dedicated relationships, and multiple just kind of dating here and there relationships and. Um, personally, for me, what I have learned through the years is to date for marriage and not date to date, if that makes any sense. I don't know if, if you makes, can agree with that, but that makes, yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. you know, for me, it's just been a, a very like wild ride. And um, I definitely feel like if you're going to date somebody, you, the attributes you should look for in them is kind of what you would see in your future wife, taking care of your kids and taking care of the house. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying that women should only take yeah, care of the house, I was about to say that but uh, yeah. I'm saying, cause of course you have to do the same that I, I would expect her to be doing the same thing. Um, looking for a man. And I'm, I'm not going to be talking just from a man's perspective. Cause we do have a, a girl here who can talk from her perspective. However, um, from a man's perspective, what I look for in a woman is definitely more of a, um, kind-hearted person loves kids because that's very important to me as kids are extremely important um, considering I would like to have children you know but um, I guess you know I just kind of look at it at a godly perspective I guess I, mean, we yeah, all yeah. Kinda, I guess we all kind of do in the church we just kind of look at it as a mm -hmm. it's just something that you know the Bible kind of gives direct ideals what we should look for in a, a future wife Definitely. and you know I guess the most important thing is that she loves God more than you. That's the first thing. Yeah, think. for sure. I think if she doesn't love God more than you, then that's not going to work. Mostly because yeah. you're putting, yeah, as Lydia just said, period. That is, that's like the top thing. I would, that's like the top thing I would say to like look for. But uh, I would say sometimes like when you find somebody who's not a Christian, it can work out sometimes. I'm not saying I would do that, but uh, like speaking from experience, like my dad, he wasn't a Christian when my mom first met him. And like he converted to Christianity, so every time it's not going to work like that. But I would suggest going with the first option, like we said. But I think love can happen in crazy ways sometimes. Yeah, I and agree. We never know what God's plan is. So. That's very yeah. true. Because you can, people can change. Yeah. People can change. It's just very. It's not very often that you see somebody who is, um, 
what I would say, um, open-minded. I wouldn't say you need to, 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 conv- how do I put this? I wouldn't definitely force anything on anybody because first of all, that's just rude. <laughs> uh, as a, yeah, as somebody who has been a worship leader for over four years now, yeah, God doesn't force um, I would never force my beliefs on somebody mm. mostly because first of all, God doesn't Jesus wouldn't have done that. Then why the heck would I do that? He doesn't you know what I mean? Uh, you lead by example and, and example is a very important part and being a you know quote unquote Christian is you have to lead by example and which is why I'm, I think relationships is a big deal is because you know especially in the church if you're not if you're not in a relationship by the time you're 25 and you're not married by the time you're like 26 you're considered very weird in the church and it's it's kind of it's kind of uh, it's kind of hard for me being a worship leader and struggling to I guess find that. Uh, that quote unquote love of my life. Ring and by I, spring. Huh? Ring by spring. That's yeah. what they say. Is that what they say? Yeah. So I know for for my personal experience, you know, with being in relationships, I never really did put God first. And I'm ashamed to say that because I, you know, you, you kind of in the relationship in the time period, especially when they're a broken person, mm-hmm. you want to put them first and it's like, okay, well, God can come later. I'll just put this person first and then maybe God will push his way in. Oh, yeah. But in reality, that can't happen. If they're broken, you can't really put them together. Yeah. If that makes any sense. You can, you can help pick up pieces, but you can only do so much, oh, yeah. you know? Right, and okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, you I can just chime in anytime you don't oh, yeah, yeah. closer to the mic. <laughs> I, mean, I like fine. to make sure it hears me all the way. Yeah, you. Uh, I, I don't really, I don't really have that much advice on like relationships because I've never like actually been in a real relationship. But like I've been at the point where like in school, where like I've like I've seen people with, like girlfriends and stuff. I was like, bro, come on, I need to get one. Like I would like talk to a girl like at her on Snap. I always felt like guilty about it, so I was like, eh, I don't want to do this because it's not gonna be like Fulfilling. it's not gonna be what. I feel like I'm God is wanting me to do. I just felt guilty in my heart, and I was like, eh, "I'm not gonna do this. I wanna, so, I'm just gonna wait," you know. You know, actually, hold but on. I've been close to falling into peer pressure to dating them. That's what I have to say. Oh yeah, I mean, I get it. that makes that makes sense. I mean, if you're, <laughs> yeah, you can't see, but I just removed the mic, so it was easier to talk to. Anyway, so I guess for personal experience, um, you know, looking for a relationship at a young age is definitely a big deal. I started looking when I was like 15. Yeah, I'll start before. You then. know, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm talking about like seriously, oh, like yeah, looking yeah. at 15, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. I found it, and uh, I thought I was in love. Boy, was I desperately wrong. <laughs> I can't tell you how wrong I was. Um, do you, I guess I should probably go into that story for a little bit, and oh, yeah, then yeah, I guess I can tell my stories. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, the first relationship I was in, I won't say any names because I don't want to have anybody shouted out or anything, but. Um, she was, I had known her for a very long time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I know her for, since I was like five. Oh yeah. Back on my old, same. yeah. You know, we had, we lived on the same street. Oh yeah. And I knew her brother. I was like best friends with her brother. And, um, you know, eventually they had come back into our lives and they actually wound up moving into my house. Um, because of some stuff that they were going through. I won't go into, into detail again. Cause that's just, you know, privacy reasons. Uh, but eventually me and the older sister, um, out of the two girls that had come to live with us, I started dating one of them. Um, and it was a very toxic relationship. It should have never happened in the first place. Um, I don't necessarily say I would regret it because it taught me a lot of things and I don't blame her for anything that she's done. So if, if you ever do listen to this, I don't blame you for anything. Um, it was not your fault. 
and not that you care, but <laughs> it's just just to say, just to get that off my chest. Um, and then I guess in my latest relationship, um, I won't say her name as well, just because of privacy reasons, even though I would love to call her out. <laughs> um, but that was the definitely the worst relationship I've ever been in, for sure. From the beginning, it was shouldn't have happened. It seemed like it was all too good. I don't know if you could tell, Kobe, but it seemed like it was just too good to be true. You know what I mean? Like, there's this cute Jewish girl who knows a lot of people that I know, who believes in a lot of the things things that I believe in because you know how hard it is. I don't know if anybody here is listening who is in middle Georgia, but it's incredibly difficult to find Jewish people in middle Georgia. And, um, never really started looking. Yeah. Well, I know that's why I like, I was very surprised if there was like one Jewish person that I knew and like, it was just really crazy. And I was like, God, this is definitely you, God, you're doing this for a reason. This is my future wife. And you know, I had put myself in this mindset of if I put her first, God's going to come back in. Mm. And that did not work at all. I had put my entire being into helping her become a better person. And when I say I put my entire being into that, I let everything else go. And just because I knew I was going to come back to it later, but I put all of my focus into this one girl. And when I say I I was dedicated. I, there was n- nothing ripping me away. And and I, and I mean nothing. Like, I put church on the back burner just for her. And that was extremely stupid of me to do. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, matter of fact, before I started going to this church uh, above Atlanta in a town of Dawsonville, Georgia, I was like you know, trying to find this church and eventually started going. And then she was like, well, they, they don't believe right. I was like, what do you mean they don't believe right? They believe in a lot of things that you, I don't believe in. I was like, okay, um, I believe in what they believe in. And that just created a whole bunch of other issues. And that just kept going on for a while. Um, which is why I say put God first in your relationship. If you put him first, he will reveal things to you. And that's when you need to cut ties with somebody before it starts to get bad. You can have a breakup and let it be at least a decent one. You don't have to have breakups like I did. This particular one was very bad. And uh, it's definitely not something you want to happen, I guess. Well, I guess nobody really wants a breakup to happen. But if it does have to happen, you want it to happen the right way. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I was told over text um, that we were better as friends after almost dating for a year. And that um, she always kind of saw me as a friend after everything that we went through, which was a lot. Um, it was just really weird. And I, I knew something was up, you know, during that whole time. And funny enough, I had to leave to go to a youth trip in Dawsonville, Georgia, which I guess it was Cleveland, Georgia, but it was yeah. just near Dawsonville. But um, yeah, it was called, it was a event called Catalyst, which actually is funny enough where we met Lydia. Who is on the call with us right now? She's laying in her bed. Yep. She's laying in her bed. L- say something, Lydia. Hi. That's Lydia. Uh, yeah, but that's where we met Lydia. And um, so I had just gotten through this terrible. Look, Kobe remembers. I remember waking up and looking over and saying, Well, I'm single now. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was, a very, it was a surprise because nobody thought that we were so ever going to break up. Day it was on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh. uh, it was on Valentine's Day. Like, it was crazy. It was so depressing. I was so done with life. Actually, no, I wasn't until I got to the campsite. I was cool up until I got there because I remember getting there. And then the night after, 
I got told that she was cheating on me the whole time. Now, I still don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I was told by her parents, that she was cheating the entire time and that uh, she ran away that night with her new boyfriend, which, funny enough, was her ex that she told me not to worry about, which I, find, I think is so funny to me. I don't even care anymore about it. I think it's hilarious. Um, but... Yeah, so that's that's how that happened. And so I guess I can talk about a little bit of how I'm looking for relationships in the future, and then I want you to kind of indulge on how you plan on looking for a relationship because, I mean, you know, we're both getting to the age of where we're looking for our future spouse. I know I'm ready. I'm really ready to just find that, that person. And Lydia, she's definitely ready. Yeah, Lydia says yeah. she's ready to look too. Yeah, Lydia. I, just, I don't want to die. You don't want to what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You're with a fit. You said, oh, you were with a 15 year old. I don't want one. I don't want to go. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely need to. <sighs> there, there's so. There's a very long story that I'll have to go through with another, in another podcast about. Um. Some some friends that we know that are definitely uh, oh. in an interesting relationship. Um, but uh, personally, I want somebody who is, I, I think I touched on this earlier, but um, someone who's outgoing for sure and who's someone who really loves God and really is um, loves kids. I, I, I can't stress enough how much I want them to love kids because kids is the thing. If you're, because if you're, I know a lot of girls who just don't like kids and I don't get it. You know, because eventually, because you're the one who's supposed to carry the baby, right? <laughs> I don't mean to sound rude, but like you're the one who's supposed to be carrying the baby. You gotta love them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you want them to, you want a person who's gonna take care of your kids. Just, you know, like, when I see my mom, like she loves kids so much and spends time with them. Like if I was looking for a wife and It'd she doesn't like have mom. that quality, I'd be like, uh. I mean, I don't want everything about my mom. No, I'm not, I'm not saying it it's, it's your mom, mom. <laughs> but but like you know, that's a scientific that's study. I, is that like typically a a man will look yeah. for a woman like his sister or mom? Yeah, and you know. I guess it's just because how you're raised, you're used to that kind of behavior. And then, cause I would love to have, you know, somebody like my sister and mom, not saying that I, you know, because of a lot of their traits, my, my sister is loves kids and she's great with them. I have two beautiful nieces uh, from her and you know, my mom is very loving. She did a lot for us, which I will go through, I guess in another podcast as well she did a lot for us and I can't thank her enough for doing what she does. I don't always sound grateful to her, but I am deep down inside. I am mom. I love you. And, you know, nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it's just that, you know, we kind of look for the the person that we know will take care of our family, you know, and especially for me, I'm looking for loyalty. Um, I have been cheated on way too many times to like <laughs> the fact I don't want to have to worry anymore. You know, the fact that I have to sit there every single relationship I get into and be like, who are you messaging? Why are you messaging them? And all this kind of stuff. I hate that feeling so much because then there's no trust. And, you know, I was talking to one of my mentors about this. Um, and he was telling me, he's like, dude, I did the same thing that you did. And I did it to my current wife. Wait, what? Um, I don't want to say names, but no, what are you talking about? I'm talking about my, my mentor. Wait, what are you talking about? He did the same thing you did. Talking about as far as like not trusting oh. and being very like, you know, who are you talking to? Why are you talking to them? Because he had gone through a lot of the same things with his ex-wife. And I remember talking to him and him, him saying, he's on the dude from being. No, he's, uh, okay. yeah, he's my family member. 
uh, I just don't want to say any names right now. But uh, yeah, he was saying to me that he he had done the same exact thing when he got into his current. Uh, well, he's married now, but into the current relationship, and he had told me he was just like, dude, you have to let it go. He says if they, if you have no reason to not trust them, then don't. Then just trust them he said if they don't give you a reason to not trust them then there's no reason you shouldn't and so i was like well i mean i guess that makes sense you know just kind of go with the flow a little bit until you have a reason you know and that i guess that helps a lot for me um now the process is just finding somebody to date a ugly jewish boy from down south middle georgia well you're not ugly <laughs> i don't know about that did you see who my ex cheated on me with Okay. <laughs> if uh yeah. Dang. But I'm hey, I'm raising my standards. I'm Sorry. not going for uh Sorry. <laughs> I'm not going for uh Jewish anymore? No, I'm going for I don't oh, it doesn't going? matter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not saying I, I have standards. Oh, don't yeah, get me yeah. wrong, but yeah. I'm not, I'm not teeth at least. Yeah. Teeth? Yeah. I, yes, that is definitely a must. <laughs> it's definitely a must. Teeth is definitely Some guys be like teeth, nah. nah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have never met a guy one time no, who has no, said, yo, I'm, I want a shoddy who ain't got no teeth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe the kissing better. So I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> uh, I, I like good teeth. I'm just playing around. Yeah, that's very strange. The, yeah, that's... Are you biting each other? <laughs> are you biting each other? <laughs> I remember one time, no pad. Uh-huh. Sweden, she had braces. Uh-huh. Low-key, 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 she went on, and my mom was like, what is it weird? When you thought he had braces? And I was like, Ow. clearly you could feel them. So I mean, yeah, I would expect you know? not, but I don't know. I definitely, I think teeth is definitely, like, that's a big deal for me. Teeth, like, if you, you have to have straight teeth. Yeah, well, see, I wish God had gifted me with um, the ability to have a good smile. Instead, it looks like I had a stroke on my left side of my mouth. It's fine to me? No. <laughs> but it looks like I had a stroke on the left side of my mouth. But it, it's just, you know, I embrace that. It's called quirks. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like my future wife is going to love that. And that's what's driving me to find her. As soon as I hear quirk, I think of my hero. You know? That's exactly what I was thinking yeah. as I said it. And I probably should have worded that differently. <laughs> um, but... Didn't you say you wanted to ask me something or something? Yeah, I'm getting no. to that. Okay. I'm getting to that. Yeah, um, so yeah, teeth are a huge deal. Yeah. Don't really care about hair. Don't really care about body type. Wait, she can be bald? No. Okay. Well, I don't want to say no because that's just rude. Yeah, but I'm not trying to be it's just, Okay, I don't say, I'm not saying uh, the bald girls are ugly oh, at no. all. N not at all. You're beautiful. However, it's just not my type. Yeah. It's just not my type. That's all I would say too. Yeah. I like... I, there's no hair color that I prefer. It's not like it's a big deal. Yeah, me neither. I like black, brown, red. Yeah, and there's black. not exactly a preferred race either. I don't really discriminate. It's just loyalty, trust, and loving the Lord. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you. How do you feel about that? Oh, I get the mic now? Yeah, you can just... Oh, okay. We so. can, it doesn't matter. It's going to pick up all of us anyway, so... Hmm. Let's see. What would Kobe want? Okay, so teeth is a nice trait for guys. Oh, Lydia yeah. says teeth is a nice trait for guys. I don't want not have so like no like meth heads with like one big tooth no I don't like making smoothies for the rest of my life well I mean okay hold on now here's a big question what if they have dentures 
Okay, but there's permanent dentures. There's, <laughs> but there's permanent dentures. To be fair, there are permanent dentures that you can get. Yeah, teeth is a giant deal for me too. Like for real. Yeah, that's true. Like again, again, I don't know about you. Is Coke is a big is a smile a big thing for you? Yes. <laughs> you can say more than just yes. Yeah, smiles are it a huge good. deal. Mm-hmm. Just because it just shows it shows how happy they are, and it shows that their emotion and their love and for me, the, passion for, life. for me, if I was looking for a relationship, the big thing would definitely be uh, being a Christian. Because yes. I wouldn't, I don't want to speak anything about my mom and dad, but uh, I've seen them in like a lot of arguments and stuff, and I love my mom and dad like a lot. But I would like, I would say like I wouldn't want my relationship. I'm not, I don't like comparing it to them, but I wouldn't want it like that. And I would say like God is like the only answer to not having that because. You know, you gotta stay. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, that's a good. That's a big thing too. A big factor. But I would say I want somebody. I want a girl who's deeply rooted in God yes. and like spends time with them all the time. That's definitely not me, but that's what I would want. So well, before I even try to look for each other, though. Yeah, but yeah, I shouldn't have to rely on her building me up all the time. But so before I would even want to like look into being in a relationship, I need to work on myself first in my relationship with God. Yeah. So before I think I've reached where I need to be, that's where I'm gonna look. That's what I'm gonna do. Work on my relationship with God. Sorry, but that's kind of broken up. Sorry for me to speak sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, dude. So that's what could be. Okay, sorry if you can't. If you guys can't hear lit, I apologize. So if you hear us, just go silent for a second. She's talking. I'll repeat what she says though. Immediate. That's a that's a no for sure. Yeah, that's kind of like a that's definitely a a yes type thing. Because again, yeah. Which, I mean, that just goes to show the heart of a person, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't speak for everybody else here, but I would say the biggest thing in looking for your future spouse is looking, how do I say this? I'm looking for the woman who needs a man like me, if that makes any sense. Kind of. Okay, so I'm looking for the woman who needs a man like me. So I'm not just saying, I'm not so looking wanna, for... A, you want to look for somebody for you to fulfill their needs? To, to fulfill the needs of them, yes. Yeah. So, like, but we can... Be able to do that. Of course you can. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it has to be rooted in God, though. Yeah. So, like, if, if a woman is looking for a guy just like me, and I'm rooted in God, and they're rooted in God... That means that trust is going to be there because that's exactly what they were looking for. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I also am trying to be the man that that girl needs. Yeah. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. I'm going to be the man that that girl needs. Mm-hmm. So I'm always constantly waking up every morning and trying to better myself. Um, and you know, it's it's a struggle. I'm not perfect. I don't claim to be. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying. You know, I, I really, really feel like, you know, I, I can be that man. You know, I'm not, again, I'm not. Even trying to say I'm perfect, but 
Huh? I said I believe in you. Yeah, I believe in you too. That's why I'm trying to. Yeah, you know, this this is why this is an important topic for all of us. I think to just kind of open up about how we feel about relationships because I don't talk about it very often. I try not to anyway because it's a really kind of sensitive topic for me. And I don't say that it's a sensitive topic for me, but it's just like the fear of being alone is really scary. Like that's terrifying to me. The fear of constantly being alone. That is kind of that is scary to me because I do want to have a relationship eventually. But like right now, I've kind of like not even thought about it. I yeah. don't. I don't really like care about it right now. What'd you say, Lynn? I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't want to say I don't care. Yeah. But I'm at the point where I'm not really worried. No, I am worried about it. It's kind of hard. <laughs> it's hard to well, say. Well, I mean, I, I think I know how you feel. It's not I'm your not main re- concern. I feel like I'm not really. It's not your main yeah. concern. No, is what you're saying. It's up there. I think about it a lot. Dude, I, I, I literally think about this every single day, and I constantly see my friends getting into relationships, and I'm always like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, what, what have I done so wrong that it's like I can't get a person to at least like me? You know what I mean? And it's like, it's a struggle that I feel like I, I have all too often. And it's not like I'm saying God's not doing this for a reason. I always believe that there's a reason behind everything. And, you know, I, always don't, I also don't always believe that God's doing everything himself. I believe that, you know, we live in Satan's world and God is just trying to save us from it. And, um, you know, we can't always say God is, you know, not putting somebody in our lives because we do have to go looking every once in a while. You can't just expect somebody to pop up out of nowhere. If you pray and you look for it, you'll probably find it. Faith without works is dead. Yeah, faith without works is dead. So if you have faith, oh, I'm going to get a million dollars and you just sit at home, you're never going to get that million dollars. I don't know if that goes along with what you're saying. But yeah. Yeah. It does. Well, the thing about it's like, yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting there. It's like, so like if I, if I sit at home and I don't go to church and I don't go anywhere, I don't go, to, I don't go anywhere to find a girl and I'm sitting at home going, God, put a girl in my life. She's not going to show up on your front store. You know what I'm saying? She's not going to just show up at your door and then, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. Can we go out? You know what I mean? Can't just go to a math test and be like, yeah, let's go, boy, let's go. Exactly. Yeah, study the study guy. You got to for real. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. it's one, well, exactly. You know, we have to kind of think about, yep. you know, you have to get out too. Guys, all you introverts out there, I'm an introvert too. Get out of the house. Go find your wife. She's out there somewhere and you're just too lazy to get up and do anything about it. So it's like, and I hate to call you guys out, but I'm an introvert too, okay? I'm looking for her. I, I get out of the house though. I get out and I go some places and I like to go. I spot girls that I like really quick. Yeah, okay, no, 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 no. I find girls that are attractive. Oh yeah, I do. I don't find girls that I like very, like. No, that is. There's, that is that's, that's difficult because, you know, going to church is where I go. Church is the first place that I always go if you're finding a relationship. Oh, that's the risk. Always, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, like I'll like i go into Walmart and see people that are... Sometimes well, never mind. I'll, let me rephrase that. I'll go into the mall and find people that are attractive. Sometimes. What'd you say, Lid? See, but there's one problem. Okay. We don't really have that many, like, guys at our church that are like that. Like, they're very... There. There's um, that's very true. Um... Well, how do you think I feel? There's not a lot of girls there either. <laughs> That's very true. So, trust me, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm very aware. And again, like I said, finding someone to like you and finding someone you like is very difficult. I literally, there is probably not one person that I know that likes me. And I'm fine with that. You know why? Huh? Yeah, exactly. So it's, everybody feels that pain at some point. Kobe, do you, do you feel that pain? Oh, yeah. I feel that all the time. Yeah. So, like, I'm so like again, I'm... Like, I, I'm, I'm almost 100% that there's not one person that I know that likes me. And the fact that I think... And I, I'm, I'm fine with that, knowing that, because 
I know that when that person does come along, then that's probably going to wind up being the one. Oh yeah, I know how you. Feel. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that I know that one hundred percent because I, I don't like thinking in that type of mentality. I would hope somebody likes me, but I would be like, eh, maybe somebody doesn't. Maybe somebody does. I would hope somebody does though. Yeah, I mean, but, dude, yeah. you get out a lot more than I do. There's probably a lot more girls that find you attractive Just, and like you. I don't get out that much. You do. You the go to college. Why, the only reason, yeah, that's what I would say. You I go to college. You go to the the. Your church is pretty big, and you 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 go to the Monday night things. Oh yeah. You know that's the. Uh, but that's that's quite a bit already. Mm. You know, for me, I go to. One place and that's it. That's how I invite you, bro. No, I go places. Yeah. You know, I just don't go as much as you do, and I don't get to know people because immediately people look at me and think I'm that weird guy. Mm. Because it's so crazy. Like I never thought that. Yeah, people think I'm some sort of drug addict or drug dealer, and I don't get it. Okay, I really don't get it. Smile more. Like smile more. I can't smile. That's the problem. I would love to smile more. I want to smile more. Wait, I don't have a good smile. Why do you care about what people think? Forget that. No, okay, here's the thing. The smile is the first impression. You if you are. have a crooked smile and you, you walk know. into a room and a girl sees that, she's like, oh my gosh, he got hit by a truck. And that's one of the major things I deal with. Like wondering, like wondering about what people thought about me. Like in high school, that was so annoying. I was like, oh my gosh, bro. Mm, I, I wouldn't say you were annoying. No, I'm not saying like I'm annoying. No, I'll say you were. I'll say you weren't. Oh, I'm talking about like me wearing. Oh, that was your that insecurity. Was that was annoying to me. Yeah, like, it was your insecurity. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I couldn't stand dealing with that. So, so like now being out of school, being out of school, I'm like, I don't really care about that that much. I mean, people like you because you're a likable guy. You just walk into a room and you're smiling and dancing and stuff like that. That's what kind of attracts people to that's you. That's what I do when I'm around you. At school, I never did that. I sat at my desk and I was quiet. <laughs> but that's fine. But that's school though. That nobody cares. Mm, nobody. I should be myself everywhere. Yeah, but school is just boring. That was hard for me at school. But school is just terrible no, in that general. Was fun. You think this school was legitimately fun? Yeah. If you made it fun, school is fun. Okay. Well, then I guess I can get some of that. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like yeah, that was my me finding a relationship at this point seems like me trying to face a football team on my own. <laughs> If that makes any sense, it feels like I'm running against the world right now. Me trying to find like, me getting in a relationship right now would be like mm, me throwing a tennis ball to the moon and catching it when it comes back. I'm gonna say, That's and I, I'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you there. This is why I disagree with you. This is why I disagree with you. You are a uh, light-skinned person with good hair and a good smile. I guarantee you, there's 50 girls that you have met that have went, "Yo, that dude's fine." Bro, I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about uh, like me being able to. Like, I'm sure I probably could. You could get any girl you wanted if you wanted to. I don't want to sound cocky, but I'm sure maybe I could. But uh, I'm talking about like me actually like being serious about it well again that's that's the getting to know the person part that's the that you have the like stage and then you have the getting to know them stage and then you have the dating stage if i wasn't um, in a relationship right now i'd be like afraid i'd be afraid to like show my true self and that's like one of the main things you have to do when you're in a relationship you have to be yeah. real with both people that's very like true. for right now i'm like for me right now i'm like struggling with a sin so i'm struggling with a sin in my relationship with god so i wouldn't say now's the time for me to do that I'm not right yet. Hold on, hold on. DJ wants to say something. Yes, sir. Um, you know, kind of get on y'all's conversation talking about how it's uh, mm -hmm. kind of hard to find people who like you, like people like you, but they don't really like you, like, like you. you, like you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think school helps with that at all because school is a place where you are constantly judged. Oh, 100%. I'm pretty sure that Kobe can understand coming a black family, that you have to be a certain way. Like, if you're not a certain way, you're not black. 
Oh, yeah. Dressed up. Dressed up. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. Well, also, I grew up, I grew up, well, I grew up in an all black school. And of course, I'm not exactly um, dark skinned. For real? <laughs> I'm not exactly dark skinned, so I definitely got the card played a lot. That oh, you're just a young white boy who doesn't know anything. I trust me, I got that card a lot, you know. And so, hard, finding friends was very difficult. I was mostly friends with all the Mexican kids because they were the only ones. They were just like, "Hey, bro, we're in the same boat, Holmes." I was like, "Yo, what's up?" I grew up in elementary school with like white kids, so. <laughs> And yeah, that was, was a couple of like. Well, I went. I, I, I went to school it. in Macon. I didn't think about I went to school in Macon. No, so I went to Quail Run. Quail Run. Let's go. So uh, then I was homeschooled. So then finding friends was like uh, impossible. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I've been. Uh, I was homeschooled, but I was public schooled first. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So again, finding a relationship for me is basically like facing the Patriots by myself. That might not be so hard now. <laughs> okay, We're, we'll get into football later. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> but no, so okay, what's that, DJ? Oh, DJ wants to say something. I made a mistake. Um, do you want to like homeschool like how things are like what, like your high school? Or, like, uh, I was homeschooled from second grade till tenth grade. I dropped out in tenth grade. Drop. Yeah, I never finished now. Yeah, I regret it, but I'm gonna get my GED as soon as I can. But I have a lot of disabilities, right? Now. Well, not You're disabilities. I have, uh, I have, you know, dyslexia, and I don't want to make it seem worse than it is. But I do have dyslexia and severe ADHD and ADD, so it makes it very difficult for me to do things normally. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand what that means, but it does make things very difficult for me to do. So I've been holding back on that right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I feel you, right? Hey, I need to be homeschooled. I need to be homeschooled. I cannot take even more. And the people are coming. First of all, I'm not discriminating people are coming. About my weight, about the clothes that I wear, what kind of shoes I have on, what I like. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, 100%. Dude. Bro, <laughs> I feel that on an emotional level only because I grew up poor. Mm-hmm. And so. Like you, you know that. Oh, the dog. <laughs> but I grew up poor, so like I instead everybody else had Jordans. I had Shacks. You know what I mean? I had the the Shaquille O'Neals, or I had like the the bootleg Vans that you could get, like from the from like the supermarket that was like twenty bucks. You know, I, I just I remember. Trust me, I remember that. It was and plus I was being I was a white kid in a black school, so it was like it was definitely difficult for me. My turn. Okay. Kobe. Oh yeah. Uh, you were DJ was talking about like hating public school and like wanting to do homeschool, so I can like kind of speak about that. Like when I like I did, uh, I was like homeschooled in ninth grade, then I went back to high school in tenth grade. So like I kind of did like both things. Cause I was like, bro, I kind of hate school too. So I did homeschool. Then I like went straight to high school. So I like missed my freshman year and I started in tenth grade. But like when I was in, when I was in public school, like I felt like I was holding my breath there. Like as soon as I left. And like got off the bus, like I let out my breath, and I was like finally home, and I was myself when I got home. So public school was more of your avenue. Is that what you say? No, the other no. way around. Home was my no home. I like so I didn't I didn't like public school. 
Mm. Oh, so that, let's get into interview time then. Uh, let me hold this for a second. I'm going to get into interview time then. Okay, so, yes. Uh, okay. So, I wanted to kind of understand this before we get back onto the topic of relationships. How did homeschooling differ from public schooling? I know how it differed for me, but what was your experience? Because you said that home was more of your your place, but you didn't want to be homeschooled. No, I didn't. Uh, like when I was in public school, like it was, I was doing like A's all the time. I always did good in public school. That was super easy. Because like the teachers give you the study guys, you study the tests. Like with homeschool, I did it like online on the computer. So I was like always by myself trying to do my work. And like that kind of like uh, built up a lot of procrastination because I didn't start my work or finish it when I was supposed to. I just watched Netflix all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's relatable, actually. <laughs> That's pretty relatable. Like, I remember <laughs> being in college. I had like 30 overdue assignments. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bad, bro. bro, I remember being in college and literally every single like time I had to go into class because I, it was mandatory. By the way, yes, I did drop it in 10th grade, but I did get to go to college for a certain amount of time. It's a very long story. I'll get into that later. But I did get to go to college for a little bit. And during that time, I was taking these you know math classes. I was in remedial math. And I remember every single time I would go in there, I would literally just sit there and watch videos on my phone the entire class. The teacher didn't even think? No. Because in college. I teach say so. For real? Yeah. Dude, literally, they said to us the day we walked into class, I don't care if you have your phone out. If you fail the class, it's your fault. You paid for it. I mean, I understand, like, you pay for it, but if you're a teacher, you should encourage your students. To- Nobody cares at CGTC. Okay, if anybody goes to CGTC, you know what I'm talking about. All of the professors there are terrible. They don't care about you. So bad. Except for one. I don't remember his name, but he did College 1000. That dude was amazing. He encouraged us. Every- yeah, comp- no, not, not Comp 1000. Sorry. It was uh, uh, College 1000. Yeah. Uh. No, college 101. It was something like that. It was really, no, it was something like that. It was, I think it was college 1000. I don't remember. It was really cool though. The dude was super awesome. He used to just let us go in a class. Literally, I remember going in there the day that I was like, um, the day that I was like my first day of college and my mom took me to the classroom. My mom walked me know. to my wanna, classroom. I don't want to laugh. That sounds like... No, that, walk, that's laugh. Funny. That's fine. That's yeah, funny. that's what I said. And then she took a picture of me sitting down in my seat. Yeah, that's And I was so mad at her. I was 17 at the time, right? Going into my first day of college. Oh, dude, I hated being 17. It was. It sucked so bad. Dude, 17 was the worst. I love being 17. Dude, 18 was good. 18 was perfect. That's what I am, 18 was perfect. 17, you're like, you don't know what you are. You're like, I'm responsible, but I'm not. I want to do this, but I can't. And I, it's so confusing. 17, like, everything was good for me. Like, no, because you didn't have anything every, to worry about. Yeah, everything. But I'm saying, but no, you don't. No, I have stuff to worry about, but. Like, but you when, were as responsible. When you're in, once you get to, like, college, you have, like, so many options. And, like, you're trying to think of a career. And, like, you're like, what do you do, bro? But, well, like, when, when you're in high school, everything's set up for you. Go I to your knew, class when the bell ends. You go to your next class. You're gonna go to the next grade after that year ends. So like so when you're in high school, it's like set up for you. Yeah, but once you like leave college, I mean not college, high school, and graduate, like all, all the things are on you. You gotta like decide for yourself. And that's really hard for me to decide. Well, that was for me. I had already known what I wanted. I say I'm to do. an undecisive. I th- well, I think a lot. I literally sit in bed thinking about what I want to do. Yeah. I've already decided what yeah. I want to do. If my music doesn't. I don't, even, I don't even know what I want to do. Um, I don't you know, know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I, I already know. Well, here's the thing. is like, I, mean, I think about it too much. I do too. I can't so like, dude, well, here's the thing. It's just pursue what makes you happy. And music right, makes me happy. Make me so I pursue music. I see things and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Well, just do mind. it, man. Then I change my mind and I want to do something else. I mean, I get, I get that, but music, music is the only thing that I've wanted to do from the beginning, and then never stop doing it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I did have the opportunity to get a record deal. Uh, at one point, I did have an opportunity to get a small record deal, and I had to turn it down because I knew what, 
thank God I had a manager at the time who was super, super awesome and was telling me, listen, do not go with this uh, label. They're just going to control you. And I was like, okay, you, you do realize of how big of a mistake this could be. And he said, dude, just trust me. We'll start our own label and we'll go from there. And I literally, that was the hardest decision I had to make. Um, was dude, I could have been, I could have been made, making bank right now. And it, the crazy thing is, is that I look back at that decision and said, dang, that was the right decision. You know, I'm not even near where I could be right now. Um, I had contacts with people like um, Roscoe Dash and Lil Yachty. I was able to get a hold of these people if I wanted to and have them help me. And matter of fact, um, I have my buddy in the room right now, Logan, who remembers, remember when we got the call about Lil Yachty talking about us when, yeah. when he ran into the studio? So he heard us sing, me and my buddy, when we were in a band, and heard us sing. He was like, yo, I like them. They need to work on themselves. And so I took that. I don't even, let us, listen, if... If this never happened, which I don't, I, I honestly can't tell because I'm going from the the uh, label's owner. I never even knew that. Um, really you didn't know? That? Yeah, I don't even know. That. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. It was really cool. I, I hope it really did happen because if he's if he's lying about that, I swear I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna cry for the rest of my life. But if if it, but if it is true and he did say that about us, that's really dope. And I really took that advice, and I still do take that advice very seriously. Um, to work on yourself and I'd been doing that for the past two years it's been two years since we've uh, since that time and currently I'm not doing good <laughs> if I'm gonna be completely honest with you I'm a failing artist but I keep trying every day I don't give up because I know that this is what I love to do and even if, even if I'm bad at it it's what so makes it's me happy what well thank you and I, I like that because at least one person likes it if you like it then there's gonna be somebody else who likes it mm -hmm. I mean I do have 18,000 plays on one of my songs okay which is good for SoundCloud you know it's a good SoundCloud you know, yeah. it's a good SoundCloud song, I guess, you know, and, uh, but the, the hard part is, is knowing where I could be, yeah. if that makes any sense. You know, it's the thought of, Hey, I could have been on tour making a month making money off of this. You know, I could have been providing for my family, but instead I'm sitting here, no money in my wallet, yeah. trying to, to fund a career that costs a lot of money. And it is difficult, but I make ends meet, and I try to do what I can. Yeah. And yeah, um, relationships, we can go back to that for you yeah. because this is actually interesting. <laughs> Telling stories, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. just yeah, we we'll can just what I, yeah. okay. I guess like to make the tensions even worse for me, like about my career. Like the other day, my dad was like, "Hey, Kobe, I'm kicking you out when you're 21." I was like, "What? <laughs> oh no!" I was like, "Oh crap! I got to think of something." Then he was like, "Yeah, I can't be, I can't have you living in here when you're 21 because that's not, that's not gonna help you." I was like, "All right." So I don't know. That's like building the tensions and like kind of rushing me towards careers. Well, like I want to. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's trying to rush me to my decision because I don't know. He wants the best for me. He's my dad. But uh, I do want to find something that makes me happy, and that's really hard for me right now. I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. Bro, let me let me go ahead and give you some encouragement then. Um, there are 19 year olds who make more money than my parents. So, and literally all you have to, all you have to do is literally have a high school degree and you can make a ton of money if you're willing to do it. So don't be stressed about it, man. You know, you have a lot better opportunity than I do. Um, you're not stressed. That makes you not No, don't be comfortable. Yeah. Don't, I'm not saying don't be comfortable. Yeah. Or I'm not saying to be comfortable. I'm be saying don't stress. Um, and I can actually use a Bible verse for this. So I don't know the, the exact verse, but I remember my pastor used to tell me that Jesus was never in a hurry. He was always on time for everything, but he was yeah. never in a hurry. See, Jeremiah 29 is over for that. 
I don't. I honestly don't know that. I can't quote the verse by heart. I'm, uh, I'm not the wisest with the Bible, but I should be. Uh, you can like use that verse Jeremiah twenty nine eleven because like God says. Wait, does God say that? I feel dumb. Uh, you know, it's in the, it's in the Bible. Uh, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. So God, like, He has plans for us, and He knows what's gonna happen in the end. So yeah, you shouldn't be worried about like uh, your future. Well, you should be worried about it, but don't too worry about it too much because because God has you in His hands. So that's what He says in the Bible. He promises us that He has that He knows the plans He has for us. Okay, Kobe. So, okay, Kobe. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I guess that's all I'm. Jay, hold on. This man just went full on pastoral degree on us. Nah. This man. James, you have some op- you have some competition. Nah. Can I just yeah, can, James, you have some competition here, and I want I want you to know that. Um, you, well, it's not a, it's not a, <laughs> I, I know it's not about competition. Not a I'm just I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, nah. gotta make it funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, for real though, um, if I have any advice for anybody younger than us, because I mean I know I guess our target audience is kind of people our age. But also, I was about to say, just kind of anybody, but anybody who's younger than us, do yourself a favor. Please do not give up on yourself. And listen to me. Call 746 <laughs> K-O-B-E. Uh, that's that's kind of fun. Hold on. We need to, hold on. Uh, mental note. Write that down and then record that. But um, okay. we definitely need to. But uh, for real, though. But for real, though. Okay. If anybody who's younger than us does have an issue with not knowing what they're going to do and kind of struggling with that feeling of what's the next step um i went to a, a an event in tennessee and th- no this was warrior fest oh yeah yeah i went to, to warrior fest in cleveland tennessee and i remember the pastor saying one thing and it's, uh, i don't know if anybody knows who pastor perry stone is but i went to his church and he he went up saying to me he's well, not to me but he said to the congregation he said if you don't know what you want to do do yourself a favor and look at the one thing that you would do for no money. What is the one thing that you enjoy doing so much that you would do it for no money for the rest of your life? And then the first thing that I said to myself was music. Uh, I had already been a worship leader at the time for a bit of time um, at the church that I was at, which was, shoot, church was I at? Christian Hope. Was I at Christian Hope? Yep. Or was I at Shalom? I mean, you started at Shalom. I want to say it was, I want to say it was. You started at Shalom. Yeah, I started at, I've been a worship leader at like, Two different churches, three, yeah. two or three different churches, and I don't regret any of that. By the way, um, you know, I definitely have learned from that, and I feel like I've definitely—I want to say it probably made me better as a human being in general. Hmm. Just being able to um, put my pride aside and my musical ability aside, and only focus on one thing, and growing from that that really kind of put it into perspective for me into how to become a real artist and because honestly if you're focused on the performance too much you're gonna wind up i guess overthinking it just let it happen let your ability that god has given you just happen and it'll all come into place because if you're trying so hard to the point where you know you exhaust yourself if that makes any sense, like you're trying so freaking hard that you're 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 exhausting. You know, you're exhausting your your energy. Yeah. It's that's too much. You can't do that to yourself. And I don't. I am by no means a professional musician. Um, by any sense of the word, it doesn't matter. I don't. But um, yeah, I am. I am by no means someone you should be taking advice on about music. But 
I uh, I do try, and I have. What would I do for no money? Oh, I well, you like to animate, and you would not do that for no money. I don't like to because I've never done it. <laughs> okay, well, what I is like, something? I like how it looks, and I like movies. What, what, you've been talented with stuff. Do you like dancing, right? Oh yeah, I love dancing. You do, dancing. you do that with no money. I like I like musicals, like Disney. Would you act, dancing. do some acting, go in a theater. Yeah, I've never done it, but I always wanted to try. Do do it, like. I've always tried theater. I've done like some things with my church, just oh, yeah. you know, yeah, acting with my church. I was bad, but yeah. hey, so was I. I wasn't good, Remember when but I, I did was, it. Uh, who was Joseph? Oh, were you Joseph? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, you were. Okay. So our church put on this uh, this play for uh, the baby Jesus being born. I think this was right before Christmas. Wasn't I was it? nervous at that time too because I like. That. Yeah, I know because you. Did. Yeah, that was fun. Wait, I hope she doesn't listen to this. I don't care. That's true. That's very true. But yeah, that was really weird. Because they, they tried to make me Joseph, but I had to go somewhere. And then you became Joseph. I no, I remember I came back and I said, okay, I can I can do this. And I, I wound up being like one of the wise men. I don't think, no, I think I was Joseph from the start. There was two Josephs. I think it was you and... It was me or Clay or something. It was, yeah, it was you and Clay. It was Both of y'all had to do it. Yeah, it was me. I was Joseph. Yeah, it was fun though. Yeah, but dude, like I, I, I loved acting. I was just not good at it. I've had to play Satan so many times, so many times. I've had to play Satan, and I don't know why. I guess am I good at it? Wait, what? <laughs> I've had to play Satan so many no. times. <laughs> I remember and, that. I didn't see it in live, but I remember seeing a video. You did pretty good. I mean, I'm decently coordinated for a white boy, <laughs> right? Like dancing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I've decently coordinated for a white boy. Yeah, I've seen worse. <laughs> I've seen worse, but yeah, I mean, I'm decently coordinated for a white boy, so I guess I can, I can, I can break it down if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. If I, if I'll I got some lessons, it. you know, I've, uh, I've learned a lot from Mr. Kobe here. We kind of just grew up figuring th- the dances out, I guess. Oh, yeah. Just watching vines. Yeah. By the way, all you young, young, the young Gen Z members, y'all grew up on TikTok. We grew up on Vine. Okay. Yeah. You thought bullying was bad on TikTok. Get on Vine, okay? Go back, watch Vine. YouTube. Unfortunately, you can't look at the comments section because that was toxic, but was there comments on Vine? I think there was, wasn't there? I think there was a comment section. I don't know if, because, dude, it's been so long ago, but I did grow up on, I remember, um, gosh. All right, well, I guess we can say who our favorite Viner was. I like Jerry Purge. Jerry Purge? Okay, I have to say it's probably King Bash for me. Oh, yeah. King Bash. King Bash is probably my favorite. They're both on TikTok, too. We're basic when it comes to Viners, but, you know, I would definitely say King Bash was probably my favorite. I mean, even Daystorm was pretty good. But, all right, so should we get back on a better topic, or? Mm, What else do we want to talk about? We're going to have to change the name to this thing, because we're just talking about random stuff. Um, We can just call it, like, the Random Podcast. The Random Podcast. With Kobe and Steven. Yeah, right now they're in this Corona. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talk about Corona. I mean, me and James. It's Corona time. time. But we can talk about it. Too. Well, because yeah. I haven't gotten to yeah. talk about it much. I've been quarantined uh, for most of the time. I did go outside to feed the homeless people, though. I met Steven's house, so I'm not really. I mean, I am because I'm in his house, but I left my house, so. Yeah, you're still I quarantined. My, I broke my quarantine still for my house. Yeah, you're still quarantined, yeah. just not at your house. Cause you're this is te- technically still quarantining, cause you didn't stop anywhere. You went straight to my house, so, so yeah, this is still quarantine, and uh, so I hope everybody else is st- staying quarantined as well. So. Don't be stupid. Don't go outside unless it's important. You I was stupid. Yeah, don't cough. If you cough, I will yeah. have to eliminate you, and I don't want that to happen. And why is James posting on 
story and why did he tag me in it? <laughs> if anybody is watching this and who knows James Lingard, who was the, I guess, the captain of No Dream, uh, why did I screenshot that? I did not mean to do that. Okay. Let's go, James. Oh, yeah. So James is challenging that. James is trying didn't to challenge us to be the to most fit or something. Dude, that. So. Oh, okay, so James Lingard uh, is, or J.O., sorry, James, uh, J.O. is trying to challenge us to a fitness battle, and he knows I'm going to lose this, and he knows that he's probably going to wind up winning, but that's fine. Um, you know, I could pro I'm going to try. I'll try. I could oh, try. Yeah, yeah, never give up. Yeah, I can try. I mean, I lost 100 pounds in a year before. Mm-hmm. I used to be like 300 pounds and now I'm down to like almost 200. I remember I was chubby when I was in middle school. Bro, but you weren't 300 pounds. <laughs> yeah, I was chubby. But you did lose a lot of weight though. You lost a ton of weight in like no that's time at all. called metabolism and teenage yeah. years. I was going to say, you, you lost weight right at your freshman year. Yeah. Like right at, your, at the end of your eighth grade year in the freshman year. I stretched out and I agree. Yeah, for sure. And I, <laughs> dude, I remember all that, dude. Yeah. That was crazy. But we can talk about, um, Go back to relationships, okay? Let's back to relationships. Well, I mean, we can talk about quarantine stuff too, because that's pretty a big deal right now. Okay. Because I feel like definitely people need to listen to that and figure out what they need to do for oop, quarantine. Let's not talk about it too much, because it's been covered a lot for sure. It's definitely been covered a ton more than it should have been. But because it it's it's common sense, people don't leave your house. Yeah. Don't go hoarding toilet paper if you don't have to. Okay. And if you're one of those people who is stealing hand sanitizer and all these people, you need Jesus. You honestly need Jesus. Do yourself a favor and help yourself, okay? Help others. Actually, help others. Help others during this time of need. You're supposed to be a Christian. Help other people. Literally, I broke my quarantine of five days to go out and feed the homeless. Why did I do that and risk my life to getting corona? Because I care about other people. And I didn't do that. I completely made sure that I had hand sanitizer on deck. I got my brother some food. <laughs> but I, I went to go feed the homeless and let me tell you something that was the most humbling thing I've ever had to do um, these people were so grateful and it was very incredible to see their faces when we pulled up and okay so um, unfortunately um, the audio had cut off because my computer was being stupid so I guess we're just going to end it here everybody um, Kobe is there anything you want to say before we end it um, I know we kind of like talked about random things but uh, I hope we did good keeping you guys company during this coronavirus thing. And I know we don't really bring up uh, the Bible too much and like talk about things in the word, but yeah, we kind of wanted uh, to just keep this entertainment yeah. just so you guys can so have like something. This, yeah. The main thing we were trying to talk about at first was a relationship. So just uh, anything that you, any type of thing that you want to strive to accomplish, just put God first and everything. That's what I was saying. Big facts. That's and big facts, man. God, uh, Stephen's going to close this in a prayer and that's all we have to say. Yes, sir. Before I do close this in prayer, I just want to say, I want to keep a reminder, go check out my new song, Bad Habits. It just came out yesterday. Uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Um, and uh, just to go ahead and give some context behind my music before I do, because I've never really got to talk about it, because I haven't talked outside of music. Uh, everything I do is in my music. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about what my music is. Everything you hear is not exactly what it is. If I talk about drugs, if I talk about anything, it's talking about it from a perspective of somebody who does it. I don't personally do it. Uh, it's talking about someone from a perspective who does do it and just trying to go through the struggle of life, man. It's just trying to be relatable. So please don't listen to my music saying, oh my gosh, he's a worship leader and he does drugs and yeah. stuff like that. Please don't take it like that. And I know people do take it like that, but talk, think about it from a perspective of somebody who does do it and talk about the struggle behind it. Anyway, um, I'm going to close this in some prayer. Okay.
Thank you guys for listening. Have a good night. <laughs> I like that. All right. Dear God, thank you so much for protecting us from this this virus. And Lord, I, I pray that everybody who is in their homes right now is blessed through this time. And we get to go grow stronger as a church. And we grow stronger as Christians during this time period of, of, of trial. And Lord, I know that we as Christians can sometimes fall during these times as well. And Lord, I pray for those who who fall and who lose faith in you because of these, these times. And I pray for the people who, who say they don't need you. And I pray for the people who say that they need you more. Thank you so much in your precious name, Yeshua. I pray. Amen. Amen.